Scripture Bros. Live Scripture Bros. Did you want to kind of fill us in on uh, like why you want to do something like this and what your vision is for this and kind of like your like your heart behind this podcasting? Everyone's got a podcast. Right. It's like the most. It's Everybody like the biggest thing. Has a podcast, yeah. Mike Winger and- yeah. It's like the the biggest thing. Um, but I mean, are you coming at this from a place where you're trying to like, t- tell us what you're like, what's your point for this so is. I'll go first. And yeah. Then you can go first. Okay. So my whole thing is there's a lot of false teaching out there. There's a lot of false gospel out there. Um, and, and I'm, I'm willing to be corrected if I'm wrong. Yeah. Obviously. Like, I think that's important is to be willing to be corrected, you know, uh, corrected by scripture. The scripture tells us to be corrected by scripture. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like a lot of people are not willing to be corrected, but I want to be a voice of truth to the truth. Yeah. Same. And be able to people who are looking for truth and are looking to find absolute truth and be corrected by the truth. I want to be a voice of reason for that, to share that. Yeah. Um, personally, that's where I'm coming from. Uh, I feel like it's important to, you know, share God's truth with those who are willing to listen. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm, kind of the, the heart behind why I want to, you know, just share my thoughts and educate people. Yeah. I feel the same way. Um, I share the same sentiments with, with what you said. You know, the one thing that I always enjoy is someone who has put in the time to say, the Bible says this, scripture says this, uh, not necessarily I think this, or this is my opinion. Um, it seems that from what I can tell, just from an outsider on a lot of situations and an insider in certain situations, there's a lot of opinions, you know, there's a lot of, um, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, in the realm of studying, there's uh, what you call exegesis, and then there's what you call eisegesis or eisegesis, and, uh, and then there's just Jesus. <laughs> um, but, you know, I I want to, like, exegetically look at things. And, You're big words already, bro. Well, I mean, that's, that's why I want to do this. I don't want to just, like, uh, do it for no reason. I really want for us, um, you know, we call ourselves scripture bros, you know, like, there, it's a reason. We don't call ourselves opinion bros. Right. You know what I mean? Like we, we believe in, there's plenty of those around. <laughs> yeah, there's too many, too many. But like, if you look at some of the reformers, uh, Martin Luther and, and stuff like that, they have this, John Wesley. yeah, John Wesley. And you, you have a lot of people and they have a really cool phrase called sola scriptura. And it's, I think it's Latin right. and it means only scripture, only scripture. Yep. Only yeah. scripture. And you have like these categories that you see right now. It's like, um, non-biblical view. And, you know, we're pretty good at being like, nah, man, that's not even close to biblical. How dare you? But I feel like the area that we're in right now, which is where I think people like you and myself can help is we're in this very dangerous area called extra biblical. Yes. yes. And, um, you know, I saw, uh, actually a, a Spurgeon quote popped up today on my IG feed and it said, discernment is not necessarily figuring out, figuring out right versus wrong. 
It's figuring out right versus almost right. And that's good. Right. Is, right is that right where we're at? Like, so there's, there's plenty of eisegesis going on. And you see this with a lot of people picking random scriptures and trying to put it together to support whatever their topic is. Right. Right. Non-contextually. Yes. Uh, you no know, context around it. it's just, there's not much passage reading. Um, there's not much like, you know, they might show what, you the Greek. Right. If it supports. Right. right. Yeah. It does. It's not. That's what was going on in the time. Yeah. Spoken. Context is missing. We we see, and I'm sure you do too. And and I'm just sharing. Like, I I don't want to come on here and do this to roast people. Right. Right. We're not trying to like to say this guy's trash or that. Can you this woman's this or that? We like we want to take it and see what scripture. Yeah. We want to be like exegetically and and the reason i say that so much is because the truth is in that word we have to not make the bible conform to us we have to conform to the bible see what i'm saying it's not the there's there's too many people right now that i've seen and i come at this from a place of i haven't been a christian for a hundred years like like some great men of the faith but i can promise you um the way that I diligently seek truth, I, I don't know who I could compare it to. I don't even know if I want to compare it to anyone. But all I can say is I'm on here because I feel at least somewhat qualified to say I've studied this for 20 hours, 30 hours, 100 hours, whatever it is. And this is what the Bible is showing right. as a theme. You know what I mean? So I just don't want to be someone who gives an opinion because we as doing this, we are held at a higher standard, right? right? Because someone might not study on their own and believe what we have to say. And now they might go live their life based on that. And there's going to come a day where Jesus is like, Hey bro, remember when you said, um, there's no such thing as spiritual gifts or whatever, right. whatever the context not is. That right. Right. Off, but just, just whatever. Example, yeah. Right. Or, or whatever. No women should do what, right. whatever right. it is, whatever, whatever the Bible right. says. If someone lives off that, we're held responsible, not necessarily for like their demise, if you will, but for preaching false doctrine. Right. So my heart behind this is not to be mean, not to be rude, not to be um, selfish or self-seeking or wanting a platform or if one person watches this, amen. If a million people watch it, amen, like whatever. It is what it is. 100%. But I think you share the same vision as I do where it's like, What's the truth? Right. And not just my truth. Do we not live in a world where it's my truth? Oh, 100%. Yeah. I don't, we don't want that, bro. No. It's like, I don't think you can be a Christian and make the Bible dance. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you, and we do. So anyway, it's frustrating. I mean, it can be very frustrating to see what some people try to do with scripture. Yeah. Scripture to like you were saying for their own. Oh, I want it to fit this situation, and that's yeah. It. I personally feel like the Bible is God's autobiography for how He wants us to live our lives. Okay. And because I believe that all Scripture is God breathed, inspired, have to. Um, it's in in uh, inerrant, yeah, infallible, because it is His word, and uh, I just feel like. Because of that, 
we need to, like you're saying, seek the truth. Yeah. And and figure out how we can use it to guide our lives. Yeah. And, and you know, be true to the one and only King. Yeah, man, I agree. And it's got to be done carefully. Very carefully. You know, it is a it is a <laughs> very slippery slope. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't know if slippery slope is the right you know, euphemism. Is that maybe whatever. Double-edged sword, whatever. Because, but like you were saying, we if one person listens to this and lives their life based on anything that we say, we're yeah. accountable for that. And it's like you know, you and I aren't um, in the ministry per se. Air quote that. If if you can't see what I'm doing, I'm air quoting that. Um, in the ministry, like uh, clergy, right? right? We're not on staff anywhere. Right uh pastoring or but you know what bro like as a christian i think every christian is a minister yes some degree, right because your life should reflect what you believe and in that reflection you can either turn someone away from the gospel yeah which is a travesty to me yeah or your life can reflect the love of christ and yeah you can bring them into the family and now they are a part of the fold yeah to become uh, another christian that can Right. Spread the good news. And that's, that's kind of, in my opinion, um, what we want to do as non pastoral staff members, right? right? You know, we can kind of get into this mindset where that guy hears from God more. So I can only seek counsel from that guy right. or that woman, whatever the title may be. She's the one you can only get like, this person's spiritual advice is like a 60 out of a hundred. Right. But if you want a hundred, you go to that exactly. one with that title, with that, th- whatever. And I think that we've really messed up a lot of people with that. I think so and I'm not saying that that's, there's not, um, positions. I'm not like, we need pastors. We need evangelists. We need all of that stuff. But what you and I do without being paid to do it is what I believe we're supposed to do. And that's search and find whatever. I think you and I live our life based off of what scripture says. I literally am eating a diet that I hate. Same. <laughs> I hate. Like, <laughs> I know that being overweight is non-Christian, right. right? It's it's like, it's not showing much self-discipline, self-control. The Bible says it is biblical. Yes. Self-control. So like, um, we probably going to hurt some feelings, but. I mean, whatever. Truth. Right? <laughs> it, it hurts my feelings, right? bro. I know. Like. like I feel attacked right now. <laughs> I'm so, hey, if we weren't the <laughs> same weight, <laughs> you know what I mean? We should, never mind. Anyway, maybe you can, Another whatever. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the name should be like the chubby scripture bros. Um, for now, <laughs> TBD. Uh, but the point is like, we do not, well, I'll speak for my, you know what? I can speak for you too. Cause I think you feel this way. We would never want to use scripture as a platform for anything except for Christ. That's it. You know, like, um, the, I think the reason that you and I are doing this, right? Scripture bros is to point people to scripture because we really feel like kind of circling back to the beginning, extra biblical stuff is dangerous. Agreed. It's dangerous. It's not like, it's not, maybe we can dig into this one time as an actual topic. Sure. Cause right now, uh, what we're doing is just kind of explaining why we're doing this. Right. But maybe one day we'll dig in and we'll spend a week or two studying it. What is extra biblical and what are the dangers? And, you know, let's just take an example of something like 
dancing with ribbon, right? You know, there's, we'll, we'll get into this like really, but here's my thoughts. There's not much saying don't do that. Right. But there's not much saying do do, do that. Either. Do right. do, right? So, <laughs> so like, that's the thing. It's, it's, I think in those situations, we go to scripture. Right. And I think we have to err on the side of caution. My opinion, uh, we have to err on the side of caution and we stick to the things we know are true. And we say not right now on the things we don't. Right. You know? Yeah, I completely agree with you. There's too much like, ah, it's too much. This, uh, and I think I've discussed this with you before, the whole like spine and rib issue. Yep. And so like, in, in my personal opinion, that is a rib issue. Like dancing with ribbon is a rib issue. Yeah. Not to be funny with words. Yeah. Rib and rib, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, is it going to keep you from getting into heaven? No. I don't think so. Yeah. It's not going to cost you your salvation. Right. Uh, that's another episode. <laughs> yeah. anyway. um, in that, you know, for those that don't know what I mean, like a spine issue is the, the issues that will prevent you from being saved, prevent you from yes. salvation. Core, core fundamental, fundamental Christian values, beliefs. Yes. Those core the gospel. Yes. The gospel. Okay. Basically. The gospel. Anything outside of that that is, you know, like this whole ribbon dancing example that yeah. you brought up. It's whatever. Yeah. To me. Like, that's not going to prevent you from getting in or out of heaven or, you know, knowing the truth. Yeah. Now, if you come out and you go, my risen ribbon dancing raises people from the dead. Now we have an issue. Okay. That is. I see. You know, that is taking it. Show me scripture that says your ribbon dancing is raising people from the dead. See, you and I are going to create a kind of cool dynamic because I don't feel that way. No. I don't feel feel like whatever i feel like show me show me you know like um so we're gonna be and good I'm, I'm not saying on all subjects I yeah know that way you know it's just like the the ribbon dancing and the the praising yeah like but where's the line like right when does it right become, well the, and i think the line comes in when it becomes a distraction to those around you that well are, not just ribbon dancing my question is your extra biblical point of view right is like non-gospel related whatever dangerous yeah well let's say there's false prophecy let's say there's um you know speaking in tongues out of order right that's in the bible right. don't do it but it's not a salvation thing correct oh, that's true so yeah, yeah. i think you and i are going to be yeah. good because yeah. we'll kind of give and take right. and maybe yeah. sharpen each other in certain oh, yeah, areas because sure. i probably need to relax in <laughs> some areas i don't want to though like <laughs> bro i like i want it like i want it like black and white. straight from god right. you know what yeah, i mean yeah, yeah. but that's why i and think i think we're doing this right and i agree with you um to conclude on that point i think if if your extra biblical stuff whatever that may be at that time um deters a non-christian from salvation that becomes an issue if you want to dance with ribbon Cool, whatever. I don't. I don't. Care. I should have brought up a different topic. You know, yeah. I, but that, that's a not, well, and in all honesty, like that's not a big serious one, right? No, that's serious, why I said there it. There are yeah. some serious ones. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Like some, I have some hard stops. Sure. On some of them that I'm like, no, that should not happen at all. Sure. The ribbon dancing example that you brought up. Yeah. If I don't think if a non-Christian walked into a church. And saw somebody dancing in the corner with a ribbon during worship. They're going to be like, "Screw this! I'm this Jesus guy's crazy. I'm walking out of here." 
However, if a non-Christian walks into a church and, and I'm not trying to be funny, but there's somebody in the corner going, blah, 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 blah. they're going to be like, what is going on over there? Like I, that kind of freaks me out. So I think, I think it really comes down to, well, like, there's scripture for that. I know. <laughs> I know. And we'll get there. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, is like, I think you have to know your audience as well. And, and, I get the point, like, if the Holy Spirit is pressing against you to do whatever, like, I get that. Yeah. But I also think I, God is not a God of confusion. Yes. First Corinthians, right? 1433, I think there's a scripture. I don't know. I'd have to look. I'd have, I'd have to look. At I didn't think tonight sure. was going to be like I a know. Bible study. I, know, but, <laughs> but, um, I think it's 1433, but it, it says he's not a God of confusion. He's not. So he's not going to prompt the Holy Spirit. If, if he wants somebody to come to Christ in that evening, it's not going to be somebody who's going to be freaked out by the the yodeling going on in the corner because he's not going to confuse anybody, is my thing. Small disclaimer. We do believe in the spiritual gifts. Right, we're okay? not cessationists. Right, we are not cessationists. <laughs> However, we, we look to Scripture for our guidance, right? Um, See how this is circular? Yes. Back to Scripture. Yes, back, back to, scripture. to Scripture every time. That's the thing. It's like, and we'll get there. Yeah, like that's not the topic for tonight, but these are good examples of maybe some things we'll dig into. Right. It's like, okay, um, you've said a few times somewhere in the arena of like this, but not this, or yes, but not that. Right. And I think that what we're going to do with this is sit down and say, okay, let's figure it out. Right. You know, let's figure it out. Let's not be, um, there's a, there's not be lukewarm. I mean, <laughs> that's even okay. Never mind. <laughs> we'll we'll get said. to that. So, um, there is a there is a uh, a term in hermeneutics, which, in case anyone doesn't know, it's like how to study the Bible properly. There's a term in, in hermeneutics that says um, we need to figure out uh, things in Scripture that are. Uh, normative and not nominal. Okay. And I think that what we're going to do is, is weigh those things. Right. And, and for, if anyone doesn't know, that's basically, let me give you a very good example. We all very popular story of where the donkey speaks in, in the old Testament. Right. And the donkey speaks and you know, the, we consider that we don't go around assuming every donkey speaks because that donkey spoke. Right. Right. However, we say God can do anything possible. We're going to put that in the nominal category, right? And then you look through scripture and you see things repeat constantly like grace, mercy, love, uh, forgiveness, redemption, God's power, his holiness. You see this over and over and over and over again. We're going to put that in the category of normative, right? right? So what I would like us to do, and uh, I know you're on board with this, and I know that's why this is going to be amazing is I want to do that stuff. I Agreed. want to yeah. bring a topic to the table that may be borderline-ish and somehow, some way bring a voice of reason from scripture, yeah. from scripture, <laughs> exegetically, right? Like not our opinion, but um, I mean, you and I are going to put in some work on this. Like we're not just coming here to chit chat, right? Exactly. you know, every week, let's say next week, 
let's say we're not sure what the topic is, but let's say next week or, or next month, whatever. We haven't even decided on <laughs> the schedule yet, but let's say two weeks from now, the topic is uh, miracles, right? That's random. I just made that up like the ribbon dance. Don't, don't go crazy on that. <laughs> so let's say, let's say it's miracles. Well, for the next two weeks, you and I are going to be busting hump, dude. Studying, studying right? Studying. studying, not like, not, not what we think, right. what we have come to know. Right. See? And then we're going to have to categorize, okay, this did happen, but it only happened once. So are we going to live our life based on this one little thing? Or are we going to say, this is normally how God operates? Correct. We seem to be in a culture right now in America. I'll, I'll just say America as a whole. And, and not, not all America, obviously, please don't hate me. But if you know, you know, it, it's kind of a movement right now where we live in the nominal. That's where we're living. This borderline, one time, you know, a donkey spoke. So now we're going to go lay on a donkey until it speaks. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I we're I there, bro. I, I know. We're there. I know, yeah. We're there. So scripture, it's bros. sad and funny at the same time. But true. But true. But true. Hundred percent true. So I think with scripture, bros, uh, for the listeners that may come back and enjoy this, I think what you're going to get from us is somewhat topical edgy edginess and just scriptural people might get upset by what we say, but we're never going to say anything that we don't know is true. Correct. I think you and I are both going to be able to be like, you know what, on this topic, I don't know. I don't know. Right. And that's better than let me make something up. Oh, Bro, yeah, come on, man. That's where we're at, dude. Right. Uh, I don't know. This is what I think. I, I, I think to your point, I think one of the hugest problems with this instant gratification kind of world that we live in yeah. is that instead of people, people who are in positions of constantly getting questioned or having people look to them yes. for you know, guidance. Yes. Pastors, elders in churches, stuff like that. Yes. That instead of saying, hey, you know what? I don't know right now. Let me study that and get back to you. They just try to think of something off. Because what happens if they say, I don't know? So then they lose that. They feel like they lose that credibility. Yes. Whereas I would 100% respect you. 100, 100%. If you said, you know what? I don't, I don't, I'm not studied on that. Yeah. Let me study it for a week and I'll let you go. I'll let you know next. Yes. My fear of the Lord is so high that I don't care what you think enough. Right. To sabotage or manipulate his words. I'll get back to you. Yes. And if you don't like that, bro, bump. Like, I'm sorry, dude. Bump. Like, I love you. That, yeah. yeah. I still love you. I love like, you enough to give you the truth though, not right. just that little lollipop and say, have right. a good day. Right. Not doing that. Yeah. Not doing that. Let me so turn around and spin my cotton candy machine to give you a you know, what makes you feel good in the moment. You know, there's a lot of people that say the way you get someone to church is the way you gotta keep them. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> there's truth. Yeah. There's truth to that. Um but whatever. Scary, scary truth. <laughs> I mean, like like whatever. I mean, whatever. So I don't, I don't want this to ever be a, a bashing session. That's no, not, not at all. that's not, not the point. We are going to talk about some things people probably don't like, right. but so I what, man? Who like, don't, the don't we need person, that? The only person that I'm worried about making sure that I'm doing the right thing for is Jesus. Yes, sir. I, I, I don't care about other people's feelings when it comes to how my belief in my relationship with people. Well, it, it's like a, it's like an out, 
like the way we treat people flows from the way we see him. Right. Right. Like, uh, we're not going to be like mean to people, right? No. but it's like, uh, Paul even says it in Galatians one ten. If I wanted to please people, I wouldn't be preaching this gospel, right. you know? Amen. Yes. So it's like this, and this will be a cool topic. Eventually it's like this kind of cyclical circular thing where it's like him, others, us, him, others, us, you know? And it's, it's really cool the way scripture breaks it down to if, if you're trying to please people, you're in essence removing what Christ did. You're yeah. taking a little bit from the cross every time. Yeah. And it's like, Oh, when you think about it that oh, way, bro, yeah. it's, Oh, anyway. Yeah, so it's, just, it, it's so funny. Cause I heard a pastor say one time that when you are choosing the world, you're placing Jesus on the cross and you in the throne. Hmm. And when you choose Jesus, you're putting him on the throne and placing yourself on the cross. Mm. And I was like, man, that's so good. Yeah. It's so hard. It's no longer I who lives. <laughs> Sometimes, you know. Yeah. The only way it's no longer I who lives is if someone is living for us. And the only way for someone to live for us is if we crucify ourselves. Right. It's like, 100%. we know like the jargon, but we're here to say, I don't see a whole lot of that. You might want to edit that out <laughs> or I don't care, but I mean, like, like it is what it is. And I'm, I'm a, I'm a chief sinner. Like I do that too. Right. Oh, right. We're, we're not on here it. saying no, not, perfection is I'm where we're at. at no. Um, but it's I like, am. uh, we have to get to the point where truth is more important than feelings. Feelings have right. to bro. Amen. We have to like, if, if we're going to, if honestly, bro, the way I feel, the only way for this thing to be super popular is for us to tell people what they want to hear. And I'm not about that. I'm not either. I don't care. I'm not doing that. No way. Like I got a beautiful wife. I got a beautiful, uh, two, well, both my kids are beautiful, not just a beautiful <laughs> kid. Um, I love my job. I love everything, bro. My life is great. I don't need a big fan base or nothing like yeah, that. I, this is just to help. Like, yeah. I don't you need know? other people's approval. Yeah. This is just to help. The only approval I need yeah. Wake up to my judgment. <laughs> yeah. So if anyone's wondering, we err on the side of, well, I'll speak for myself. Probably more conservative Christianity is where I'm at. Um, if anyone wants to know my beliefs to determine if you want to keep listening, I, I mean, that's fair. Um, I believe in the, I'm not a cessationist. I'm also not. It's hard, right? Because it is hard. It I believe, I believe a lot of what the reformed say. And I agree with you on that. Their There's scripture, scripture, bro, like they're so foundational except for the gifts. Right. That's where I start to, to disagree yeah. on certain things. Like, um, I was reading something like my study Bible is MacArthur. Um, I trust him so much, but when I get to first Corinthians 12 and 14, I'm like, I take it with, you know, 50%. Right. Whatever, because right. I know he and I don't see totally eye to eye on that. Correct. Yeah, yeah. But just in case anyone else is wondering, I believe MacArthur more than Bill Johnson. Okay. Oh, 100%. So that's where I'm kind I'm of completely on the same page. Okay. Right there. Yeah, so yeah. it's like not even in the middle, bro. If MacArthur's here, let me do like a visual. If MacArthur's <laughs> here and Bill Johnson's here, I'm like here. You right. know what I mean? Like 75% like, on yeah. MacArthur's not, side. Not, <laughs> yeah. not like a, I don't want to call myself Baptist. I like believe in the gifts, but. Right. Um, bro, when you start saying anyway, okay, we'll get to that. 
that we'll get to that at some point. That's where I'm at. Is that fair yeah. to say? Yeah, I would agree with you. To like express and from knowing you as well as I do. Yeah. I completely see that. Yeah. And I think I'm in the same spot as you are. Yeah. Like I've seen I have personally witnessed, you know, miracles happen. You're good and I witness. <laughs> but Me too. But, but you know, and I think you have too. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure we'll get to this eventually, but your yeah. life is a testimony to the miracles that God performed. It is. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And I mean, we'll leave that cliffhanger finger where it's at. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. I was once a girl. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> what the heck? But anyway, I mean, you know, like I said, your life is a complete testimony to God. Supernatural. Really, supernatural. Yes. Supernatural. Undeniable. In our world. Yes. Um, and so, and I love the position that if someone such as ourselves believes that the Bible is the inerrant word of God and, it, and, and that he, it is, you know, his word and he created the world that we live in and created us as humans and everything that we see is his creation, why couldn't he still perform gifts or miracles? Why yeah. couldn't he still give gifts? Like, he, I, I'm never going to put God in a box. And I think that's a problem that yeah. some Christians today actually do and they they try to put God in this box, and then on top of that, because they've got him in this box, they use that box to attack other Christians. Then, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Okay, let's say we did a two week study on that topic. Okay, and you found that scripture. I, I don't. I'm not saying this, but we found together that scripture says the gifts ceased in the first century church. Would you be willing to accept that? I would have to. Okay. I would absolutely have That's to. what I want people to know. It's right. like, yeah, yeah. No, I would whatever, 100% whatever the Bible says. Yeah. If there is like solid concrete scripture that, you know, if there was a new manuscript that was found tomorrow and it was, you know, the end of Matthew. Yeah. And Jesus is like, look, I'm telling you, once I, you know, go through transfiguration and I ascend back to heaven, the gifts are done. Yeah. He gone. Well, that's it. Yeah. There's no question anymore. Then, okay. There's no gifts. Yeah. And, and just, but we've witnessed it. I know. That's the hard part. So is a miracle a gift? Well, okay. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just using that as an example. Yeah. Um, but to that point, God says everything is used for his glory and his good, right? Yep. So why not? Why not? If it, if it is to his, it glorifies him. Why not? Then why not? And to deny that it happened when it glorifies him, yeah, I think is just as bad as trying to say, you know, I think that's bad to deny. That it's it, like the the normative nominal conversation. Right, it's like that again. Yeah. we have to say nominal happens because it did happen, We've but maybe not in the same way that normative happens, right? That's right. kind of okay. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, we agree we'll have to touch on that yeah, yeah. a bunch probably uh, with the yeah, stuff that we're going to study. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you uh, so in case you haven't got the theme by now, <laughs> what we're going to do is everything scripture, right? Like this whole podcast. If you want to talk about sports, there's a different one. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you want to, yeah. I mean, little comments here or there, it's but not the main we're called topic. Scripture Bros because that's what we do. It's right. what we're going to do is talk about. Bro, we're sold out for Christ, man. Like it's our life. 
you know, it's, I don't have another hobby. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, I, I have things that I do, like I play golf occasionally and whatever, basketball with my kids. And, but this is what I am. I am a new creation and I am a sanctified believer. Like Christ lives with me. This is all I want to do, bro. Like I, I study for hours every day and no one has to tell me to. I just want to. Right. Right. And I work and I serve. Right. Like anyway. So, um, this is going to be a blessing to those who maybe don't have time to study as much. Right. Let us do it and and just see what we have to say. Um, or if you need something to listen to on your way to work to get encouraged for just to get your mind right, you know, the Bible talks about renewing our mind. So if this helps you in the morning to just get, just get spiritually minded, bro, we can wake up in the flesh a lot, put your feet on the bed and it's, you're mad at something (laughs) like already (laughs) off to a bad start and you haven't even like your feet haven't touched the floor yet. Um, so hopefully we can be a blessing to somebody by just at whatever point during your day, um, to just get us back into the mindset of the Bible and, and, and Jesus and the Holy Spirit and back into that circle you were talking about. Yes. Some, yes. Like someone else. It all takes care of each right, other, bro. Right, like right, right. when, you know, you hear it, you hear it a bunch and it's so true when verticals, right. Horizontals, right. Like, right. It's just, it's just the way it is. And, um, a few cheesy, yeah, fish. there's some cool yeah, cheesy ones. Yeah. There's some cool ones. Yeah. Most of them are yeah. terrible. <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, man, I, I think that that's kind of the gist of our hearts on this I is, agree. you know, and, um, we love people. We love Jesus. Um, but we love Jesus so much. He ranks higher than people. Right. <sighs> is that, the point too. that's not bad to say. Well, no, it might be taboo, but it might be taboo to say, but scripture says, Jesus said, not even scripture. Jesus said, love your God with all your heart. In the second. And then yeah. love others. In the second. Yeah. yeah. So that's I, what I'm. I think, I, I mean, I think. Based on what we're saying scripturally, yeah, you are to love Jesus more than other people. <laughs> and there's a lot there, right? It's yeah. because like once you start unpacking that, um, I have found another thing that I, I love that we're going to do with this is we're going to take all of these Christian words, um, the the classes that I help teach, the foundational classes. It's so crazy. And this happened with me, bro. And maybe it happened with you, too. These, these words like salvation and sin and hope and joy and peace and love and resurrection and sanctification and all of this stuff, we knew the words, right? We knew the right. words, the church words, but I sit with people on a weekly basis that say those words in sentences and then I ask them to explain it and they can't. They have no clue. They, we hear all of these Christian things, but there's a basic fundamental level that's missing. Right. And just like um, the scriptures say, if you build your house on sand, as soon as the storm comes, over, right. done. We have to be right on the gospel. Right. We have to be right on the gospel. And that's where the point is about when we understand Jesus, gospel related Jesus, everything else kind of takes right. care of itself. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's just like A.W. Tozer, who yeah. died in the 60s, yeah. in the 61 or 62, said that the church then was doing a terrible job of saying, make Jesus your savior and then not teaching what that actually meant. Correct. So how is it 70 years later 
Yeah. Or 50, 60, whatever it is. Yeah. And it's probably been a hundred years since he said that. Yeah. You know, so. Seems like an incomplete gospel. Right. And it's that fire insurance you talk about. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get to that one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, it's just crazy to me that a hundred years ago or 80 years, however many years ago he was preaching that we still have that same problem today. Yeah. And I think it's even worse because of the technological advances. Mm. Because you go on Instagram and everybody's got, you know, Philippians 4 on in yeah. their bio and people are like, oh, you're a Christian. And then their first yeah. Instagram picture is them, and you know, half clothed, drinking yes. out of a Bacardi bottle. I know. You know, throwing it up. And it's like, why do you have scripture? You're completely like just, it just drives me nuts. <clears throat> drives me absolutely crazy. Well, hopefully we can help with that, right? I hope so. Because um, the gospel needs to be preached at its highest level of understanding. It needs to be broken down as simplest as it can and then built upon, built upon, built upon. And um, we live in a generation where um, you can call yourself anything you want. Right. Literally. Literally. Call yourself anything you want. A cat today and a goat tomorrow. Correct. And Christian is not exempt from that. You you can say, I'm a Christian. But the Bible is very clear about what happens when someone becomes a Christian. Right. Um and Yeah, bro, things start changing, dude. Like Yeah, like and and, you know, it's I think it's maybe different levels for different people. I don't I don't know. We'll get to that. But the thing I'm trying to say is we have to make sure that people know the gospel. Right. Have to. What good is it to talk about the gifts if they don't know the gospel? Oh, right. 100%. What good is it to talk about tithing or money or whatever you feel about that if they don't know the gospel? Right. Stop laughing. Stop. I'm just randomly, I'm randomly throwing out things. Um, is there anything else that you, do you want to tell anything about like your story at all? About like, uh, your salvation story or what your life is like, or do you want to save that for like a personal type um, show podcast thing? I don't, I don't know. Maybe like a little clip just for the listeners to, to know like how long you've been saved. Cliff's notes. Yeah. Cliff notes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so basically um, shout out to my friend, Steve. What up, Steve? Probably listen to this. <laughs> um, Colorado, Steve. No, no. No, that's actually Ben. What's up, Colorado Ben? <laughs> <laughs> He'll probably listen to this too. But um, Steve, my friend in Virginia, um, I grew up in Virginia, uh, and he was a he went to private school, went to a private Christian school, uh, came to our public school for one year, mm. and him and I became like best friends in the world. Yeah, uh, I started going to church with him, and I was like, man, I want to be saved. Yeah, and I accepted Jesus and everything, and um, then. He went back to private school the following year and we kind of, we still hung out and stuff, but we kind of, you know, drifted apart and I stopped going to church and uh, started feeding the demon that is the flesh mm. uh, when I started driving and stuff like that. And um, we drifted apart for a while and then I moved to Florida and uh, totally lived for myself. Didn't care about anybody else. Yeah. And, you know, just living in the flesh yeah. really is the best way to put it. Yep. Um, scripturally yeah living (laughs) in the flesh selfishly for myself yeah and um met my current wife after a divorce 
and uh, she was not living for Christ at the time, even though she had been like saved since she was five, mm. uh, was not living for Christ. Yeah. And uh, she just felt really urged that she wanted to go back to church. And I was kind of agnostic, like, yeah, there's something out there, but who knows what it is. And right. I even remember at one point in my life, I was like, I want to read the Bible, the Quran, you know, all these books that are, you know, and I want to seek the truth for myself. Yeah. And it's kind of funny how that, how yeah, it works out. That's but, a good place to start, right? Right, right, yeah. right, right, yeah. yeah. But um, uh, anyway, back to my wife and I, um, I was like, I was raised that church is only out there to take your money. Like that was something that my dad taught me for a long time. It was like, oh, they just want to take your money. And you're just giving money to the pastor, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, so I was like, uh, fine, we'll go to church. So we went to church. Three weeks later, I gave my life to Christ. Amen. And uh, I think it's been five years now. I'm not a date person. Like, I don't remember the date. Or I know it was like, I think it was like in May or the first week of June or something like that. I don't, yeah. You know, you hear a lot of people that are like, oh, I, I was saved on, you know, June 25th, 1967. I remember it like it was yesterday. I mean, I remember it, but I don't know what the date was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um, and my life has been completely transformed ever since. Amen. Like, just... Like instantly I, and continually? Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scriptural. Um, yeah. It's just crazy, the the changes. And um, it's so funny, like certain things that happen in life that five years ago, six years ago, I just like laughed it off or, you know, not even thought, taking a second thought about it. But I see it now and it just like, it can, it can fill me with joy yeah, or it can completely crush me in the yeah. moment because I'm just so grieved by what I'm seeing in the world, you know? Yep. So it's very, it's crazy to me. It's been a crazy journey. But, yeah. Like, but here I am. Yeah. And still like, and, and again, like I said earlier, you know, I'm not righteous by any means. I am a dirty rag scripturally. Right. So, um, I still make mistakes every day. Yeah. I still sin every day. And I, and I don't even mean to. And then sometimes I'm like, that was terrible. Why yeah. did I, why did I do that? You know, I'm not, it's not like I'm set apart from that. Yeah. It's just part of my nature. But we'll get to that too. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Um, I have a very similar story and I, and I think that it's good to share because the place we're coming from is not a righteous place. It's, right. it's a, man, we, we wasted a lot of time. And we were in church, bro, like right. 100%. in Christian homes. Yeah. And so real quick, I, I was, my family was in ministry um, since probably I was, I don't know, man, as long as I can remember. I remember picking up ladies' bobby pins from the floors when they would fall out <laughs> and stuff. I went to a very, very charismatic Pentecostal church and um, and I was saved at seven or whatever, um, whatever they t- tell you to do, I guess. And um, <laughs> and bro, Christian school my whole life and um, Christian college. I never went to public school one day in my life. All Christian, all Bible class every day, chapel every week. You know what I mean? Um, had no idea who Jesus Christ was. I knew I could write an essay about him historically or whatever, but pff, was not in my heart. That's for sure. Was not in my heart. And um, I, I was like that for 36 years, bro, in church and serving. I was even like leading certain ministries at my old churches 
and um, playing the part, saying the right things, knew the words. Uh, but my heart was far from him, far from him. Now, I was battling a lot of things, as as a lot of people do. I had a, a ton of mental health issues and and just just we'll go to we'll go through that at some point. But um, it the, the point I'm trying to make is I knew it all. I knew it all, you right. know, um, had all the, the stuff. It's, it's funny you say that because when I was living agnostic, I would get in debates with Christians. And they, they didn't know. They didn't know. They had no clue. I would slaughter them. Yeah. Because I knew the Bible better than they did. Because yeah. I knew the historical side. I had no relationship with Jesus. Yeah. All I knew was what it said. Yeah. And it's so different when it comes to It that. is. And and that's that's probably my biggest heart's cry for doing something like this is because there's so many people that are in church and they show up and they serve. And they may not know Jesus. Right. I mean, that was me. That was you. And I've met people like that. And it's like, who's to say there's not more? I know there's more, bro. There's more. I know there's more. there's more. So if, I don't know, man, it, it just feels like since I've become a Christian, my ministry has been to help uh, Christians become Christians. I know that's crazy, I but I completely, it yeah, really is. Sure. Like yeah. the things that. I ask people and talk to people about are Christians and they're like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, the Bible, bro. Right. This is what it says. Right. And they're like, what? I don't have to. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. That, Another yes. That'll be a big one. That's, <laughs> That's that'll be a good one. Yeah. But um, it's just like, right. dude, it breaks my heart, man. Right. Because sure. I know 100%. that I used to be so scared if the rapture happened. I used to be so scared to die because I didn't know, man. And right. I didn't know this piece of having Jesus as my savior and it's for this life. It's for the next life. It's forever. Um, Mike Winger, shout out Mike Winger. I saw your post today, bro. I know we like have never talked at all, but <laughs> maybe you might see this, but he put a post out today that said, don't let heaven be your reward. Um, your rewards will be in heaven. And I was like, Whoa, you can't say that. You can't say that. Like right, yeah. your reward is heaven. Get saved. So you'll get heaven. Get saved. And his point is, no, if, if you think you did anything to get that, you've missed the mark. And that's what Jesus tells Nicodemus. It's like, you've kept all these rules. You're the chief Israelite teacher. You're the guy here in Israel, but you've got to be born again, bro. And Nicodemus was like, what the heck? What are you talking about? And he ended up not. He couldn't. He couldn't grasp it. No. And, um, he did all the rules, bro. 430 laws or whatever there were, like, he did it religiously and he missed it. And we see that. Yes. And he missed it, bro. He missed it. Um, so my heart's cry is, is to reach some of those people, you know? Yeah. And And we'll do apologetics too. Like for the non-believers, we'll defend the faith and all that stuff. But, um, I just, I'm excited for this, bro. And I hope you are too, man. I I appreciate this journey with you, dude. And I can't wait to see what the Lord does with this. And all glory to him. Amen. And um that's it for me, dude. Yeah, I'm out. Please. You good? I'm good. You want to pray for the listeners and sure. we'll call it a day? Yeah, let's go. All right, I'll pray for him. All right. God, thank you. Um thank you for technology like this that we can spread your good news to people through the waves, you know, like you're so awesome and you you knew all this was gonna happen from the beginning. Lord, I pray that you would bless this. Um, like the, the intentions are so pure, God, we just want you and we just want other people 
to know you. And we feel like we're just trying to get lost children back to their father. And, and I know that's your heart. You, you wish that no man would perish, God. And father, if there's anyone that hears this and, and listens to us and they're shallow in their faith or they're all knowledge, they're all knowledge. They're no hearts. Father, may this spring something inside of them. Lord, I pray that we honor you in all that we do. Give us grace. Um, that when, when we're speaking, Father, that perfection is not the goal, but it's you. You're the goal. And I thank you for my brother, Brandon. Uh, I thank you for his heart for this. And I thank you that we don't need money to do this. We don't need fans to do this. God, we'll do this for free as we are right now, forever. We don't care. It's about you. In Amen. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Love you guys. We're out. We're out. That's a wrap. Scripture, bros. <laughs>